The protests in Colombia began some two months ago on the basis of widespread opposition to regressive tax changes proposed by the government of Ivan Duque. Duque was forced to withdraw those proposals within a matter of days, but the protests continued. Christian, uh, can we start by asking uh, why did those uh, anti-tax protests morph into more general anti-government protests? Um, I think the reason is it's a it's an accumulation of different uh, like situation like different situations that have been affecting a lot of the people doing the last year and two years. <clears throat> so there are a lot of uh, problems. And uh, with the COVID, for example, it was a big thing that uh, influenced a lot in make like people feel desperate about the, the what is happening. But also, it's like a long history of like corruption. It's a long history of, of inequality. Uh, it's a long history of poverty and misery. So. The, the last few years since this this president is in the power, like uh, it's been intensified by like the the killing against uh, social and um, political activists, and the the after the agreements of of with FARC, it's been like a very big mess in the in Colombia in terms of safety and all the different groups that has been coming out of this agreement and it's been like uh, they continue in in like in confronting the state through the, the use of weapons and arms or so, you know like uh, yeah um, it's been intensifying the, the the social crisis so it's a lot of violence and there is a different violence that is happening in Colombia against the people that are like violence yeah, poverty is a type of violence. Uh, uh, the, the the violence itself, like the killings, is very is a thing that is very worrying. Like it's something that people really, really is stressed about. And yeah, it's like a, a long history of of crisis. So very much, it's reached boiling point and uh, it's spilled over with these these mass protests. Tell us about the competition composition of the protests themselves, uh, Christian, and their political uh, direction it's often very hard to get a real flavor or feel for what what is happening uh you know with protests happening it's so far away so uh, are they largely student and youth-led protests for instance or, uh, and what's the working class involvement and also what's what's the involvement of, of trade unions yeah so in this case uh, exactly what i was saying like people is tired so there are different groups of people pulling uh, or trying to catch the attention of people to protest against and try to like find a, a solution and a change in the way how the government is, is dealing with the whole situation, the economic situation. So it's basically a students. I think a big part of the protesters are a students. And the student movement is very, very important in the history of Colombia. And the second one, like the unions were involved until some point, but what is happening here is, is also like is is joining people that I wasn't uh, involved before with groups or activism. So it's people that has been put against the wall, and they just protesting because it's actually uh, it's it's easier to protest and go and get food in the protest. 
you know, mm. than, for example, find your own food every day, you know, because there is no jobs, there is no work, there is nothing. So uh, in some way, I think the, the, the composition of the protest is like is very diverse, but also the, the people is very politicized. So it's also not about like a politician or this a party or no, it's also like people that is looking for a change. And Colombia is not like a poor country. It's a very rich country. But the, the problem is like the, the, the misery is because there is a big gap between the rich and the poor. And everything goes in, in, in the way that they, the rich are more rich and the poor are more poor. So that's a, a reality in Colombia. And yeah, there are people that are pushed to do things like for example, get involved in crime and stuff for, for this situation. So the composition now, uh, and this is something that has been happening, the original uh, organizations that are, uh, like, they call for the protests, they were unions, students, and some political, like, uh, partisan stuff like that, uh, and the society in general, like, uh, organizations like, neighbor organizations, like grassroots organizations, they all came to the rallies and the strike. But uh, the, the continuum at the moment is like there are people that are, especially the young people, is um, they, they don't feel represented for these organizations anymore. And they really want to achieve a, a change, I think, through like yeah, the resistance and different demonstrations of resistance, you know? So mm. I think that that's what is happening at the moment. But, uh, as I say, it's a social bomb for like the last 60 years. So mm. finally, it's a, it explodes in the face of everyone. You yeah. know, that's what is happening. It's yeah. a good way of describing it. You mentioned the uh, the violence of the state of the, the Duque government before, Christian, and the question of police brutality, police terrorism really has been central to the protests. A lot of people killed, a lot of people disappeared as well. Um, explain to our listeners a little bit the role of the police historically in, in Colombia, the, you know, the nature of the crimes they've committed against, against protesters and their supporters in recent weeks. Well, um, well, the police in, in Colombia is, I think, is one of the institutions that are, are more corrupted than anyone in Colombia. I think um, also like the, 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 the police and the army is an is a institution that I work and it has too much power, the, the, too much, the, yeah. Um, I will say it works like a, a mafia because the, the families of people that are generals, like captains, like everything, this, this high range a military are families that have been in the army for many, many, many generations. And these people obviously are part of the riches in Colombia. So the police work in, in, in two ways. Like if you touch one of them, it's like you touch all them. And they just, uh, their behavior is like a gang more than a, a, a police officer. You know, like there is, there is no training in human rights. Like the police in Colombia is training for a war because we've been in a civil war for 50 years. So obviously the way how they deal with the situations are in this more brutal and violent way they can because they're not looking for negotiate. They're looking to repress and exterminate the, the protest through the, the use of violence. And, and, and the thing is like, 
this is not new, but uh, the police in Colombia has been like, well, it's never been uh, on the side of the the people. It's more on the side of the people that own things, and they basically they they protect more property over people, you know, over lives. So it's 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 very well known, like the budget or police and army in Colombia it is pretty much the 50 or 60% of the PIB or PBA um, of the country. Uh, mm. it's, it's, it goes for security and, and weapons and training and all these things. Mm. So there's a formidable security state, uh, you know, military state that the protesters are up against and uh, recently the president has deployed the military, for instance, to suppress protests in the city of, of Cali where there's been a lot of uh, street, street conflicts and, and the government does seem determined to continue, as you say, to really crush the protests by force, which, which leaves the question of where, thing, where you see things going from here. Christian, will these protests continue to grow? Will they continue to politically develop? Will they potentially be able to, you know, to overthrow the government even? Yeah, well, the deploy of the military is also, um, I think it's, instead of negotiate, it's like the, the, the way of, like, a fascist government uh, acts. is like, is the use of force for any other means possible. And, I think what is going to happen is, or what is happening is already, is like the government is trying to push laws that are totally anti-constitutional to repress more and have more power and give more power to the army. So we we actually talking about like eras in rights, eras in rights, for example, to protest, you know? And yeah, and I think that's creating more conflict because people is tired and Colombia also have a long history of people struggling you know and people know how to do it and what is happening now is like people is organizing in in the small groups and in their own neighborhoods in their own communities and trying to supply what the government is not supplying yeah, and this is a long history in Colombia of people doing this. Like, this is a, a long, long history. Like, uh, the, the presence of the state is more is no is not really visible. It's like it's very poor the, the whole country. But uh, the the only presence you can see that is strong and is stable is the army <laughs> presence from the state. That is a police state. It's an army state. It, there is no explanation of why Colombia has a million of people, like million of reservists and military forces uh, uh, in the region. Why? Well, but there is a reason, and it's because there is a war, a civil war that I haven't been recognized as a civil war. But the other reason is because Colombia is the best ally of the United States, and the plan Colombia and a lot of different eyes that are the United States gives Colombia is exactly to create control over that. Also, with the excuse of the war against drugs, but uh, it's also to create a control and a base of uh, to control South America in different ways. And yeah, Colombia has 11 bases of United States in Colombia. You know, so it's, it's very clear that uh, it's a, a police state and it's, it's an army state. And the police have a lot of power, too much power. Hmm. Yeah. So 
murder, disappearance, like people getting disappeared, is like it's a long, long practices uh, in Colombia uh, that are, is being implemented by the, the police and the state, you know, to create terror in the people and suppress any kind of uprising or whatever you want to call like rebellion or weakness or I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's the politics of the state. And well, it's a fascist politics, obviously.